Folks, if you're liking what you're getting from 30MPC, the number one way you can support us is by subscribing to our newsletter. Every week, you only get two emails. On Monday, you get a content roll-up of everything that dropped last week. And on Fridays, I pick one topic and I personally write a deep dive on things like how to cold call, how to run a discovery call, or even how to hire an AE. So if you're liking what you're getting here, take two seconds, go to the show notes. You'll see a button to subscribe to our newsletter, or you can go to 30mpc.com backslash newsletter and do it there. We'll catch you soon. Cheers. You can't expect to run in-person meetings at conferences and trade shows the same way that you run virtual meetings via Zoom. If you do that, you'll have a bunch of really great conversations with prospects, but then you will spend weeks and weeks and weeks playing chase with prospects that don't ever end up turning into opportunities or deals. Today, I'm going to talk about how you should be running in-person meetings at events and trade shows. I'm going to talk about how to make sure that you don't let logistics spoil the fun, I'll talk about how you should be structuring those meetings, and then I'll talk about how you should be wrapping those meetings so that you actually get an opportunity created, not just a great conversation. So with that said, let's roll the tape. Let's get into this thing. So the first piece and the worst piece is when you let meeting logistics spoil the fun of your in-person meetings. In general, you should expect there to be a decent amount of friction getting to your in-person meeting and running the in-person meeting. Number one, expect that transit is going to take longer than you expected. You're going to call an Uber and think, oh, it'll just take five minutes for it to show up and it'll turn out there are no Ubers available for 20 minutes. Know that that's going to happen and plan ahead. You should also expect that your prospect won't be able to find you. So the day of what I like to do is I will email them and I'll say, hey, in case we can't find each other, here's my cell phone. Call me. Great. Now they have your number and you can make sure there's not a missed connection because they didn't see you sitting in the corner somewhere. Speaking of where you're sitting, where you schedule the meeting actually matters. You don't want to plan to meet prospects at noisy like bar, happy hour, networking events. It's so easy at those to get interrupted by other people. You can't really have a business conversation at the big happy hour like networking events. So plan. I like to go to a coffee shop or I like to meet in an exhibit hall in a back room where you can actually sit down and have a face to face real conversation. So do all of those things to make sure when you actually get to the meeting, there's no stress, there's no hassle, and there's no interruption. Let's talk about the structure of these in-person meetings, because I said you can't run them the same way you run a virtual meeting. Things that are similar, however, is you still want to do a time check. If you're scheduled for 30 minutes, say, hey, just so I make sure we're, we're on the same page, I've got us down for 30 minutes, which puts us at a stop at one. Are you still good for that, or do you need me to watch the clock for something sooner? Nope, great, I'm good for that. Cool. Great. Now what I do there is I'm actually going to set a timer on my phone, and I'll tell them, hey, I'll set a timer to go off audibly at the 25 minute mark so that you're not late to your next one. Great. You respect their time. They're not looking at their phone to check the time. You're not doing the same. Now what you want to do is set the stage by setting an agenda. You know, the reason that I wanted to meet with you or the reason that I thought we should sit down today or in terms of what I thought the agenda for today's meeting would be, you've got to say a phrase like that to make sure that you are communicating that you have a plan for what the meeting is going to be. Once you've done that, it's important that you find ways to steer the conversation towards business. 
in-person meetings in particular have a tendency to skew towards the fluffy rapport building for the entirety of them. And you don't want that. You actually want to have a real business conversation where you start to uncover problems. You start to uncover opportunities and initiatives that their company is focused on. I recommend leaning on certain phrases like, you know, part of the reason that I wanted to meet with you was I thought you all might be interested in ABC functionality that you have. Or, hey, you know, part of the reason that I wanted to meet was usually when I'm sitting down with a CFO, they tell me that they're focused on solving X problem. And I'm wondering, is that something you all are focused on? Keep in mind, X problem is usually a big problem that you can help solve for them. You want to present problems. You want to keep steering the in-person meeting towards business, towards problems, towards opportunities, as opposed to, oh, yeah, what's your take on this event? How many years have you been? Oh, cool. Who else are you going to be meeting? Avoid that stuff. Get to the business problems. And then the last piece here, I lied earlier. If you have 30 minutes, you should probably set your timer to go off at the 20 minute mark because you want to carve out more time than you normally would to talk about next steps. You got to keep in mind that just because you're sitting down and meeting with a person who physically came to the conference, that doesn't mean that that's the person you should be navigating the whole opportunity with. There might be other people in the organization that you should be talking to. At the end, I usually recommend you wrap by saying, you know, I feel like there might be something here and it might be worth us continuing to explore working together. What's your take on things? First pulse check, do they even want to talk about working together more? If they say yes, that's when you can transition to talking about how you'll navigate working together. Who else should you be talking to? See if you can get introductions made to those people. Then you should be thinking about what the next step should be. Ideally, you're the one making a recommendation. I love the word recommendation. You might say, you know, do you mind if I give you a recommendation in terms of what we do next? Prospect will almost always say yes. And then you can present, is it a demo? Is it a meeting with uh, another stakeholder, etc. And then the last piece at the end, if you're gonna be meeting with this person again, you should be aiming to get on the calendar there. Do not say, cool, I'll email you next week. We can schedule a time for a demo. If they're interested in seeing a demo, get on the calendar there, pull out your phone, open the calendar app and get time on the books then. Know that you can always reschedule and share that with the prospect. Hey, why don't we pencil some time and if we end up having craziness after this, we can always reschedule and move. But get on the calendar because it's that gap between conference and trying to get on the calendar where most post-conference deals go to die. So spend an inordinate amount of time on the next steps, especially with these in-person meetings. And part of the reason that I said that you should end at the 20-minute mark is you should always aim to end on a high note and give some time back to your prospect. You don't want to come across as the really needy salesperson who's clinging to every second with them. Try to end a little bit early because you demonstrate I'm here to meet a lot of people. Also, we should probably wrap this thing and we both can get to our next one. So that's how you should be running your in-person meetings at these conferences. As a reminder, the big three takeaways, don't let logistics spoil the fun. Run the meeting similar to how you'd run a virtual one where you set an agenda, but make sure you steer the conversation consistently towards business and then end those meetings five minutes early, 10 minutes early, so you can talk about next steps and you can both end on a high note and get to your next one. That's it. That's how you run a killer in-person meeting. Thanks for watching and we'll see you on the next video.
Today's tip to optimize your sales day is brought to you by Boomerang. If you get an email and the action required on that email is going to take you less than two minutes to do, do it on the spot. It's not worth adding it to your to-do list, having to look at the item, remember what you need to do. That's going to take you more than two minutes anyway. So do it on the spot, get it off your plate. Now we documented our best templates and tips to help you optimize your sales day with our friends at Boomerang. And you can get that documentation for free at the link in the show notes. This actionable competitive tactic from Clue is the trap question. Steer discovery toward the winning zone. If we're competing with a podcast that has no newsletter or webinar series, we might ask a trap question like, how do you figure out if those podcast listeners are making their way to your mailing list? And when you're in a head-to-head, there's no better way to prepare for your next competitive battle than with our trap questions and battle card templates from our friends at Clue. The link's in the show notes.